It's not very often that a phenom comes along in Major League Baseball. And when that phenom is a third generation player, the excitement level is amplified even more. Let me introduce you to the Atlanta Braves 20-year-old sensation, Ronald Acuna Jr. Acuna's grandfather, Romualdo Blanco, started the family lineage in baseball as he played in the minors during the 70s. And his father, Ronald Sr., was a minor league player from 1999 to 2010. Acuna Jr. was signed by the Braves out of Venezuela in 2014 and was a quick study who rapidly rose to prominence and emerged into the projected can't-miss player he is today. At 6 foot 180 pounds, there's nothing he can't do on a baseball field. With his advanced approach at the plate, legit power, game-breaking speed, strong arm, and an outstanding defense, he is as close to a flawless prospect as you'll ever see and is truly a five-tool talent. Now that Acuna Jr. is in the show, baseball card collectors and investors are hoping he will fulfill his unlimited potential. I'm Chris Stuber, and this is Episode 1 of the Baseball Cards Daily Podcast. Who comes to mind when you hear the word phenom? Think about it. To me, there are different degrees of a phenom. The two absolute phenoms that come to my mind immediately are Ken Griffey Jr. and Bryce Harper. Those two guys were born to play the game, and as teenagers, they were hyped as the next big things. Not to mention, they were both number one overall draft picks and lived up to their respective hypes. Griffey especially. He was the first former number one overall draft pick to be enshrined into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Think about that. Chipper Jones became the second when he was elected to the 2018 Hall of Fame class. But for Griffey to be the first, that is incredibly special. Now, Ronald Acuna Jr., he's a different case study for a phenom because he wasn't a top-rated international player. He wasn't a number one overall draft pick, but he ascended through the minor league ranks as a teenager and made it to the show at the age of 20. That's pretty damn special too. For over a year now, Acuna Jr. has been the hope of the baseball card hobby. Time will tell if he will be to the hobby what Griffey Jr. was to it in the 90s, but at this point, he has the undivided attention of every baseball card collector and investor, including myself. For those who follow me on social media, you see my card stock features where I recommend three cards to invest in, and I break it down into three categories. Go for broke, get it today, and play it safe. Let's go over the three cards I recommended on my card stock feature, Starting with the one I chose for Play It Safe. If you're not sold on Acuna or don't want to invest a lot of money in him, but want to get at least one card of his for your collection, the 2016 Topps Heritage Miners card is the one to get. At least for now. I say for now because once he has a lot of rookie cards, it's possible one of those cards will replace this one. There's nothing fancy about the 2016 Topps Heritage card. It's pretty basic and it features an up-close action shot of Acuna swinging and wearing his Rome Braves uniform. Like all Heritage cards, it has a retro feel, and that's what I like most about the product. Plus, it's his first card, which makes it even better and in demand. The card also comes in different variations with serial numbers. If you want to spend the extra money for one of those, you're more than welcome to do that. But the base card is a good one to get if you want to play it safe with Acuna. The Get It Today card is also from the Topps Heritage brand. It's Acuna's 2017 Topps Heritage Miners Real One Autograph card. Similar to the Play It Safe card, 
I just like the overall retro feel. And it's just different from most of Acuna's cards because it has a profile shot rather than an action shot. Some may not like the card because it's a minor league card and Acuna is wearing his Florida Fire Frogs uniform and not an Atlanta Braves uniform in the photo. Also, it looks like the background behind Acuna in the photo was photoshopped and not taken in a real life setting. So while it's a cool card and I really like the autograph that it was hard signed, there are things about it I can nitpick, especially his autograph style. Acuna likes to sign on the slant and not center his autograph. This can be problematic as his signature could run off the card or be streaky. But overall, the 2017 Topps Heritage Real One Auto is one of his cleanest looking cards. Personally, it's my favorite card of his. I actually bought a raw one for $50 late last year. I had it graded by BGS. It came back as a 9.5 gem mint, also a 10 autograph. And I sold it for $250 in February. I must say that was a pretty good ROI. And if you want to go for broke with Acuna, the card to get is his 2017 Bowman Chrome Prospects Autograph. It's the card he'll be remembered by in the hobby forever. It's his first Bowman card. It's Chrome. He's wearing a Braves uniform. It features a hard-signed autograph. It comes in a number of pretty colors. Shimmers, various serial numbers, printing plates, you name it, this card has it. With that said, I wish Bowman used a profile photo for this card instead of an action photo of Acuna running. It would have made the card even more memorable. Think of the 1989 Upper Deck Rookie of Ken Griffey Jr. Or some of the Bowman cards from past years when they use profile images. Those cards are memorable and much more impactful. Now don't get me wrong. This card definitely has impact from a design perspective. And the chrome really sets it off. I just feel it needed a more powerful image considering the significance it could have on the hobby. Regardless, if you're looking to invest in one of Acuna's cards, save up for this one. It has a chance to be special for many years to come. So why should you collect or invest in Acuna? Outside of the likes of Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and Bryce Harper, he's on the short list of super hot names on the card market to invest in for the future. As I mentioned, he's truly a five-tool phenom. He can do it all, and he's only 20 years old. I'm sure you've heard this comparison before, but his game reminds me a lot of former Brave star Andrew Jones. I know that's a lot to live up to. Jones was a hell of a player and a potential Hall of Famer, and Acuna is just beginning his major league journey, but his journey has a chance to be a special ride and one that would even be more exciting to watch if you had some of his cards in your collection. The future for him, as well as the Braves, is incredibly bright. While most of this podcast has been positive about Acuna, there are some concerns I have from a hobby standpoint. He's been a super hot name on the card market for over a year, which is great if you own his cards. But if you're looking to get your hands on some of those cards that I mentioned, they're pretty expensive for a guy who's only, to date, played 29 big league games. The reason why he's only played 29 games this season is because he started the year in AAA. And after a month in the big leagues, he suffered a freakish leg injury that put him on the DL, where he sits today as I record this podcast. This isn't the first time Acuna has been on the DL in his career. In 2016, he broke his thumb and missed three months of action. There's no question that he's a tremendous athlete and an amazing baseball player, but he's not the biggest guy and freaky injuries could occur as they could with any other player. However, his body type concerns me a little in regards to his long-term durability. The other factor to consider is the team that he plays for. I'm not breaking any news here by saying the Braves are a small market team with the upside of being a mid-market team. They will never have the popularity of the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Cubs, and so on. They just won't. The question I have 
is will he have long-lasting hobby power being with the Braves? The obvious answer is, if he performs and performs up to expectations, absolutely. It would also help if the Braves got back on track and transformed into the team they were in the 90s, and this time, win more than one World Series. With all that being said, a lot has to fall into place for Acuna to truly fulfill his destiny of being a superstar in the major leagues, as well as being a hobby hero. That gives us all something to think about. All right, it's question time. I got a few questions through email, and anyone can email me at bbcardsdaily at gmail.com. And this one comes from Michael Bennett. Is it worth investing in Acuna's card from the Topps Living Set? The key word he asked me in that question was investing. Is it worth investing in Acuna's Topps Living Set card? No, I don't think so. But if you ask me if it's worth collecting Acuna's Topps Living Set card, I'd say if you have a PC, a personal collection of Acuna, and want to add an artistic looking card to your collection, because our cards are not for everyone, I think it's a cool card to add. I enjoy art and appreciate what Topps is doing with this set, but I don't see any investment value with it. Another question came in from Jim, and this is incredible. I have 12 black label Acunas from BGS, and they are all of his Topps Now debut. What is your opinion of them and this card as a black label moving forward? First of all, Jim, I'm floored that you have 12 black labels from BGS, especially the same card. I don't even have one black label in my collection, and I like to think I buy beautiful raw cards. But congratulations to you for getting 12 black labels. That is awesome, man. In regards to the Topps Nail cards, I'm not a big fan. Some people may like them, but I view them as a nice commemorative piece to remember a player-specific achievement. Like the Topps Living Set, they are not for everyone. I wouldn't invest big money in them because I think there's a limited market for them. And we'll end the podcast with one more question. This one comes from Steven Shreve. Collecting can be really expensive. For those of us who need to focus on a single rookie-related card per player, would you recommend an actual rookie card or a pre-rookie prospect card? It seems that the pre-rookie card market has been gaining steam in recent years, but are they better than an actual rookie card from an investment standpoint? It's a great question, Stephen, and it's one that I get asked a lot. It really comes down to preference and what you're looking to do with your cards. However, I believe it's important to always get the first Bowman card of a particular player you are targeting. Regardless if you like or don't like prospect cards, the first Bowman card, specifically a player's first Bowman Chrome card, autographed or not, is the one to get for your collection or investment purposes. For the most part, a player is usually wearing his team's major league uniform in his first Bowman card, which is great, especially if you're not a fan of prospect cards. So if you don't have a big budget and want to focus on one card of a player, my suggestion is to always go after that player's first Bowman Chrome card, or if you can swing it, his first Bowman Chrome autograph card. Thank you to all who took the time to listen to the first episode. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review and a rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris Stuber, that's S-T-E-U-B-E-R and at BB Cards Daily. I'm Chris Stuber, and this has been the Baseball Cards Daily Podcast.